Learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome to She Leads Podcast, Season 5, Episode 9. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Kiara Turner. Kiara the Goddess Turner is a spiritual mindset and business strategist, speaker, and course creator that specializes in helping women create a healthy, abundant relationship with money, remove limited beliefs through a unique method, and also start and build sustainable businesses. Kiara is the author of the Spiritual Boss Babes Guide to Being Spiritual and Paid the creator of From 9 to 5 to CEO course, the Spiritual and Paid Manifestation Bootcamp, and Spiritual and Paid Course Creation. She was introduced into the financial world at the age of 19 when she became the assistant manager at a local payday loan and check cashing establishment. And then she went into banking and insurance. Before leaving corporate America to become a full-time entrepreneur, Kiara managed to save $50,000 in four years on a $41,000 base salary. Kiara uses these skills along with life experiences and her years of studying metaphysics and the law of attraction to build her consulting agency. Since 2016, Kiara has helped many women leave their nine to five, create a healthy relationship with money, increase their income, and make life-changing results. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Kiara Turner. Okay, so Kiara, welcome to She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So I read your bio and I want to say kudos to you for getting yourself out of financial struggle and now helping others to do the same. I believe finances is a topic that definitely needs to be discussed and explored more consistently. So that's awesome. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You're welcome. So are you ready to talk about leadership? Yes, I am. Okay. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree, Kiara? Yes, I agree. And can you tell us why you feel this way? I think that everybody has somebody that probably admires them and looks up to them and follows them. So for that reason, I agree that everybody can be a leader in one shape or form. I don't think that everybody has the qualities to, you know, lead a large group or maybe start a movement, but I do think that most everybody has some leadership qualities within them. Okay. Thanks for that. And I do agree with what you said. I feel like someone's always watching and we never know who we may be impacting positively or negatively with our actions. And I love what you said as far as being able to lead a big group. I do agree that leadership skills need to be developed and honed and not everyone has those skills to be an effective and successful leader right out the bat. So thank you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So can you tell us when you realized you were a leader 
and what or who helped you to come to this realization? I think that I started to realize more that I was a leader probably at an early age because I got my first position as a manager at the age of 19. And that's considered somewhat of a leadership position, you Mm -hmm. know, as to a working environment and at that point like I've always I'm the oldest child so I believe in the order that you're born in it does put certain qualities inside of you so I'm my mother's oldest child and so I was always responsible for looking after my younger siblings and my younger cousins and then I'm just naturally kind of bossy. And (laughs) so I think I realized that I was a leader like at a really, really early age, honestly. Okay. Thanks for that. I do agree. I am the oldest of my two sisters as well. And it is sort of like a leader by default when you're the firstborn. So I agree with that. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Kiara, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? Hmm. So I base my leadership, like I'm a person that I really don't like following crowds. And so I believe that to be a good leader, you have to be able to stand against the grain, like, and go against the norm even when it's more comfortable just to follow the herd and do everything that everybody else is doing. So I really feel like to be a good leader, you have to be strong-minded. You have to be strong in what you believe and you have to be willing to stand in your truth, even when there's not a large number of people following you. And I don't know, you know, I'm more spiritual than religious, but I grew up with grandparents that were Christian and a mother that was Muslim. So I'm versed on different religions. And I know that, you know, when you study the history of Jesus, he was a leader, but when he was out doing the work, he didn't have a large following but he was a strong leader in what he believed, even if it went against the grain of what was the norm. And so I think to be a good leader, it means just standing in your truth and being strong enough to stand in your truth, even when others may not fully agree or don't agree at all with the truth that you're standing in. Okay, thank you for that. I love that and I love your what you equated that to with the story of how Jesus didn't have a lot of followers, you know, especially now considering like in today's age, if you don't do your research, you wouldn't know that, right? You would think that, oh, he had this great following back then. And of course, that's why everyone or a lot of people believe in him now. And I do agree with you that it takes a strong mind to be able to still continue forth if you're following is not that big, whereby you're standing more on what your values are and what you're here to offer as opposed to what's popular. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. All right. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic view. But Mm -hmm. Kiara, can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? 
I personally believe like one thing that I share with my clients is that you never really fail until you give up. And so failure is actually a huge part of success. It's just a part of success that a lot of people don't talk about. And so we live in a social media age and I'm a millennium and I know that entrepreneurship is the wave right now and everybody is balling on social media and we glorify the highlights of entrepreneurship. And I am an advocate of entrepreneurship, but I don't believe that Many people show the struggles that go along with running a business and getting started. And you do have some things that are deemed as failures along the way. And I would take one incident for me. One thing that led me into my the consulting industry, which was an industry that I did not know about prior to 2016. And it may sound crazy, but it was just something that wasn't familiar to me. But I started my home health care company and I used an investment. I saved over $50,000 while working my nine to five. I used that investment plus an investment for my husband to start my home health care agency. And as I started, I just realized that I was going into the industry for some of the wrong reasons. You know, I went in because I knew that the industry made a lot of money and I felt like it wasn't something that everybody else was doing. And coming from a background as a cosmetologist, it was very important to me for people to be able to witness my intellectual property. So, you know, I had some type of subconscious beliefs around being a cosmetologist just wasn't good enough. And so for those reasons, I started the home healthcare agency, but I did not like it. And I was putting in the work, I'm working long hours, I'm doing everything that I needed to do to grow the business, but it just didn't resonate with me. So I literally like walked away from that business and started my consultant agency. And for some people, they may have looked at that as a failure. But for me, I believe that nothing happens to us. Everything happens for us. Because I started that home healthcare agency, it was the first time that I hired a business coach. And that business coach introduced me into an industry that I was not aware of. So for some people to look at that as a failure, I looked at it as a pivot point. Like it was an expensive lesson that I learned and then it led me to a greater purpose and what I feel like is truly my calling. So I think failure is really based on your perception and how you view things. But as long as you get up and keep going, then it really, there's no failure. Okay. Thank you for that. I love that. And just to pull out one thing that you said that really stuck out to me is that nothing happens to us. Everything happens for us. I love that. And I believe that that's definitely a mindset that more people need to adopt. I agree with you that like when I first came, moved out to Tampa, Florida, I decided to start another business, which I started several in the past, and I that didn't go the way I wanted them to. And when I started, when I came out here, I was going to go into scrapbooking because I enjoy scrapbooking. Mm-hmm. But so I went out to the different workshops and different things like that. And from doing that, I 
decided to hire a business coach. And for hiring my business coach, he's like, yeah, you need to do consulting. You need to do this. You need to do that, which I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about that. So I can totally relate to that. And I agree that, you know, we need to look at things as a catalyst to other things, as opposed to something negative when it doesn't go the way we want it to go. Absolutely. Okay. So Kiara, I know you just told us one story, so we can leave it at that, but I'm going to ask this anyway, in case you have something else. So can you share one time you failed as a leader and tell us what you learned from that experience that helped you become a better leader? Hmm. I guess because I feel like I never fail, you know, like I just have lessons. I don't know how I could probably best answer that, like just failing as a leader. I don't have any times that I really feel like I failed as a leader. Okay. So Kiara, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem? Why? Hmm. I feel like it's it's a two-part answer. Like in some ways it is easier. And in a lot of ways, I feel like it's harder. For me personally, I'm a mother and I'm a wife and I'm a woman. So I think that is challenging within itself because being a mother is a full-time job, of course, and being a wife and having to do the things around the house and just take care of your children and be present for that, that requires a lot of energy. And I don't think that men have that same responsibility because we look to men to go out to work to make the money. And so they're not like required to be homemakers. A lot of men work long hours and they just come home and, you know, they say hi to the kids and maybe play for a little bit and then it's off to bed. But as mothers, we don't get that same opportunity a lot because, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot is required from us. So I think because of that, it makes it a little bit harder. And then also from my personal experience, just when I got into the empowerment industry and things, I think that I can, I'm a Sagittarius and they do say that Sagittarius can be like, optimistic to a fault. And so I think that I get into fairy tales a lot. And I just thought that, oh my God, this is in the empowerment industry. All the women I meet are going to be so nice and loving. (laughs) And it just was not like that. (laughs) And so I think that was hard for me. It actually kind of put a halt into my business at one time because I had to really go and process these things because I'm an introvert as well. Even though I display some extrovert type of qualities, but I'm actually an introvert. And so I think for me, dealing with women and different type of energies and personalities that I experienced, I think that made it a little bit harder for me. And for me as well, sometimes I feel like men or older women did not take me as seriously because I was a woman and I was younger and I look a lot younger than I am. So I think those things have, in the beginning, it was a mindset that I felt like it was holding me back. But now I use those same things to attract my tribe and, you know, vibrate on a frequency of people who relate to me and my message and it's, I 
turned it around. But at first I did look at those things like it made it harder for me. Okay, thank you for that. Yes, we have a lot in common. I'm also a Sagittarius. I also, (laughs) yes, yes. (laughs) And I also went through the same thing you went through, like, because for me, empowerment, like I feel it with my whole heart. You know, I'm so serious about empowerment. And I did think that everyone would be the same because it's like, why, why are you in this arena if you're not really about this cause? But yet, yes, but yet I did encounter some women where it's like, well, I don't feel the, I don't feel it. You know, I'm a very much an energy person, right? So yes. Your words say it, but your energy doesn't, you know? So that is something that is real and that I also had to overcome, so to say. So thank you for that. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Now you talked about you, basically you use this experience to attract your tribe. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. You know, like my message since I've started, it's pretty much been the same, but I've worked with a lot of coaches and I've worked with a lot of consultants and I've had people try to quite naturally when you work with a coach or a consultant, they want to show you their way of doing things. And sometimes it can kind of change your messaging and Mm -hmm. change what it is that you're standing for. And they're like, no, I think you should do this and you need to say that and you should do it that way. And so I think in the beginning, I was jumping into an industry that I was very much so passionate about because I've always wanted to work with women. I used to write lectures for women back when I was like 15 and 16 and I still have this stuff and it's so relevant even right now. I don't even know how I was so wise at that time. Like It blew my mind when I read it a couple of years ago. I just wanted to make sure that I was sticking to my message and being authentic to myself and not trying to be like a cookie cutter coach. And I'm just, I'm getting more into the point where I'm just owning my own voice and being authentically myself because I at first felt like, you know, I came from kind of a corporate background and I worked in the banking industry at a very young age and they started to mold me and tell me like, you need to wear your nails a certain way. You need to speak a certain way. Your hair needs to look a certain way for you to be deemed as professional. And I dealt with things that I dealt with racism. Like I had one manager just flat out say like, you know, I look too urban because I was wearing braids at the time. And it kind of shaped me to where when you when you're in that environment, if you want to move up and you want to stay and elevate to higher positions, you know, you're going to adapt to the culture. And so I started to change the way I presented myself and changed the way the words that I use. And some of that mindset spilled over into my business when I started. And I felt like for people to do business with me, I'm going to have to look this certain way. I'm going to have to speak this certain way. I can't say these certain things. And then I started to realize that You know, I left one situation. I left an environment because I wanted to do my own thing. And then I'm still living to those same standards and throwing myself into this box. And I need to be authentically me. And amazingly, whenever I'm 
when I'm posting things on my social media and it's like professional and it's sticking to the script, you know, some people like it, but when I'm authentically myself and I'm coming out and I may say a a few curse words, you know, I'm still polite. I, I mean, the energy of who I am is still the same, but I'm not fitting like a cookie cutter mode. More people flock to me. So it was just I feel like the universe, the creator was showing me that I need to be authentically myself to attract a tribe that needs me to be authentically myself because we have enough of everything else. We have enough of people that want to be polished all the time and want to be portray this image of perfection all the time. And it just showed me that I need to be authentically myself to attract a tribe that resonates with my message and need what I have to offer. Okay, thank you for that. I love that. And I actually experienced the same and sometimes still battle with that. And when I was listening to you, it made me think of like, you are enough, right? And I think a lot of times we don't realize that we are enough. Our flaws, our strengths, our weaknesses, everything that we have makes us enough for, like you said, for the people that believe in us and believe in what we have to offer. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Kiara, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? For me to stay productive, I am a huge fan of just like you tell yourself what to do. I had a business coach a few years ago and she was like, there's no such thing as time management. It's just management of yourself. You just need to tell yourself what to do. And so for me, I live by my calendar. If I don't put it in my calendar, I feel like I just have free time. And then sometimes I will just waste time like doing things that that's just not productive. So whatever it is that you want to do, especially when you're a new entrepreneur and you're transitioning from the corporate world or just working a nine to five to being your own boss where you're not having somebody like tell you exactly what you need to do. I say, put it in your calendar. If you plan on doing laundry and going over spreadsheets, doing a podcast, interview, doing a class, whatever it is, like put it in your schedule and tell yourself what to do. So that is one of my biggest productivity hacks that I use and it works for me. And for some people it may not work for, but for me, it's something that I live by. Okay. Thank you for that. And I do agree. A calendar is so important. And I like the spin that you put on the word. Just tell yourself what to do. I mean, it's so simple, yet so complex, but it still is simple. Right. Okay. All right. So, Kiara, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned? An experience that blessed my leadership. I would say, and it's probably going to sound like cliche, I just think that I'm just blessed just in general. I, I feel like the creator just blessed my entire life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about just like one situation, but I do believe in synchronicities and 
God bringing the right people in my life at the right time, the right circumstances happening for things to happen. And so it's not like one event that I can just call on and say, this changed the duration of my life. When I look back over my life from where I come from and the things that I've been through, I would just say that God has been present the entire time. And I don't know. He just put something in me like I because some things happen. I know at the beginning of the interview, you talked about you said you were in my bio, how I transformed my finances from struggle. Honestly, I jumped off the my mom kicked me out at 17. I never had anybody to teach me about finances. I didn't struggle like I figured it out. I don't know how. I did, but I just did. So I just think that God blessed me. And I think that some of it is just not even things I can take credit for. I can only give credit to the creator. And so I just believe in staying faithful and staying connected and in alignment. And I think that things always work out for me, even if it seems like it's not working out. I know that in the background, it really is working out for me, whether I can see the bigger picture yet or not. Okay. Thank you for that. I like that. and I do agree that our entire lives are a blessing. If we can take the time to step back and have that mindset and, and look at things with that kind of view, right? So that's awesome. And I love how, like, we, our gifts, right? Our gifts are our gifts. So, like you said, like, I don't know where this came from, but for some reason, I'm able to do that. So kind of, yeah, embracing our gifts and just appreciating them and and moving forward in the glory that we provide. So thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So, Kiara, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your life? The best advice I would give is really learn to love yourself because to love anybody else, you actually have to love yourself. And I think that is something that is not talked about enough. And I think that all great leaders have to have some type of self-care regimen that they practice because I've worked with bosses that I wouldn't necessarily call them leaders that just were mean. You can tell that they Mm -hmm. had an evil spirit, but they were the boss. And some people may consider them the leader over a company or certain projects, but their energy just was not good. And I feel like leaders create other leaders. Mm -hmm. And to really lead, you have to lead in love And you cannot love anything more than you love yourself. So I think really getting to know ourselves, going back and healing our inner child, even people who feel like they had a completely perfect childhood. You know, we all have some type of insecurities and things that stem from childhood that sometimes flow over into adulthood. So I think it's very good to journal and have a support system, somebody that you can really talk to 
and just love on yourself and fill yourself up with love because then once you're full of love and you're overflowing, it overflows into others and then you can impact others' lives. But you can't really be a good leader and neglect yourself. Yes. Oh my goodness. This I love this. This is priceless, priceless advice that I hope a lot of people really adopt. You know, and I I actually know firsthand, right? Because I experienced it where I didn't love myself as much mm-hmm. as I should have. And then, you know, like I have a daughter that's 20. I have a son that's five, but like with my daughter and growing up with her, like she would ask certain things for me and I'm thinking I'm being the best mom. And then I realized that I couldn't give her what she was asking for because I had never gave it to myself, you know, and and that was a real eye opener for me. So then when I was able to step back and take time for me and be comfortable telling people no, because it went against what I felt like I should do or wanted to do. You know, that's when I learned how to respect myself and love myself and then was able to love others. So that is, that's dead on advice. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? Mm -hmm. I feel great. I'm so happy that I was able to come on and you invited me on. I had a really good time. Okay, thank you. All right, so Kiara, I want to thank you again for being our guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and or adventures that they would benefit from knowing about? Sure. I am on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram, I'm Kiera, the goddess Kiera with two R's because I recently discovered that there is another Kiera, the goddess on Instagram and it kind of blew my mind, but (laughs) I am Kiera, the goddess K-I-E-R-R-A on Instagram. And I'm also Kiera, the goddess on Facebook. You can find me on the web at www.spiritualandpaid.com. And there you will have access to ebooks that I've written and also information on courses that I created. I do have a signature course, which is the Spiritual and Paid Manifestation course. And it is a boot camp. So it's the Manifestation Boot Camp. And it is for new entrepreneurs, people who are transitioning out of their nine to five. Also women who may have got started and they just feel stuck and they feel like they're not showing up for themselves. They may Maybe are ready to rewrite their story with money. They have some type of negative beliefs around earning enough. They maybe have never broken the limit of what they've made. Maybe they made $45,000 in their job and now they're an entrepreneur and the most they ever made was $45,000. So I help you break through those limitations, all lack and limitation mindset so you can really start showing up for yourself and living your best life. And it's great. You'll be able to see client testimonies and you could also also shoot me a DM on any of my social media platforms where I can schedule you a free discovery session and we can see if the manifestation bootcamp is right for you or my signature course from nine to five to CEO. Okay. Thank you, Kiara. We appreciate your insight today. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. You're welcome.
enjoyed this interview with Kiara, and I hope you did as well. I agree with Kiara's belief that we need to love ourselves first to effectively love others. As Kiara stated, an effective leader leads with love, which must begin with self-love in order to extend to others. If we do not have a healthy love relationship with ourselves, then we are not capable of having a healthy love relationship with anyone else. Kiara gave great advice for ways we can learn to love ourselves that I not only agree with, I also use in my continual journey of self-love. A quote by Wayne Dreer reads, if you don't love yourself, nobody will. Not only that, you won't be good at loving anyone else. Loving starts with the self. I admire Kiara's viewpoint on the importance of being comfortable with ourselves, especially when we have to walk the path less traveled. According to Kiara, leaders go against the grain and do not use the norms of society to dictate their paths. As leaders, we must be strong-willed and not waver in search of popularity. Being able to stand for what we believe in differentiates the strong from the weak. It is often said that true leadership can be a lonely yet rewarding journey. A quote by Hugh McLeod reads, the price of being a sheep is boredom. The price of being a wolf is loneliness. Choose one or the other with great care. I can relate to Kara's experience with not having previous knowledge of the field she is now in as I experienced the same. Before becoming a consultant, Kiara did not know much about the industry, as I did not know much about podcasting before becoming a podcaster. As with Kiara, hiring a business coach was a pivotal point in my life and opened me up to a whole new world. Kiara suggested that nothing happens to us, and instead, everything happens for us which I completely understand as I have witnessed this truth in my life. Although things may not seem right at a given time or may not go the way I envisioned, everything works out the way it should. A quote by Richard Branson reads, every success is a tale of constant adaptation, revision, and change. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Kiara shared how her corporate background influenced the way she showed up in entrepreneurship because she initially associated a certain persona with credibility. There are many times when we can feel we have to live up to expectations or fit some preconceived notion of how to live and how to run our businesses. Learning to fully accept who we are and not worry about those that do not agree with or appreciate us is key to breaking past this limiting mindset and finding the people who truly embrace us as individuals. I will make it my business to continue to become comfortable with myself as I also come from a corporate background and have been conditioned to believe that some things are acceptable while others are not. I wanna find my tribe of people who love me for who I am. And I know the only way to do so is to be unapologetically myself. A quote by Lori Desheen reads, 
find the courage to be authentic. Not everyone will like you, but no one can if they don't get a chance to know you. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. My leadership challenge for you would be to think about the one thing that you can take away from this episode and adopt into your life. I know it's hard to absorb too much information at one time, and it's even harder to try and implement too many changes at once. When I attend a training or listen to podcasts, I aim to walk away with at least one thing that stuck out to me and one way that I can change as a result. I challenge you to do the same. Don't forget to subscribe to She Leads Podcast for first access to future episodes. And also like and share this episode of She Leads Podcast entitled Learn to Love Yourself with Kiara Turner. Thanks. And until next time, be empowered and empower on.